This is the part where Nick chooses which type of tea he has. And what's interesting about that is I've brought up many things with him before of which he's had no interest or at best he's feigned interest. Tea, however, for Nick... I mean, I don't know if you can hear this right now, but he's going through a series of teas that we have in the cupboard, giving his thoughts on all of them. And saying why he would choose one tea over another, I don't know. That that's his it's for him to decide, but you just keep that between you and me. Oh my gosh. Did you actually hit go? <sighs> just had a little chat with our audience. Have you balanced the audio? Am I going to be Of course I haven't. I'm gonna leave this running if it's actually okay. Let me see. Well, I can't actually hear myself because I've put my earphones <laughs> in. But I assume okay. It looks like the spikes are okay. They seem like it's a relatively I'm gonna probably Sorry, everyone, just recenter so they're in the right place. And assuming that that's okay, I will leave it. If you want to leave that, you, you don't. Can... I mean, it's going to be fine for everyone else. I don't think you want to listen back to it. I think it, when, if you listen back to the podcast, listen back, skip, skip a couple of seconds. I'm probably not going to do that now that do you it. have said that. And also, I am the person that edits it. So, just by necessity, I'll edit it this week. I don't think that's true. You don't have internet here, you can't upload it. Um, you need the internet to do that? We do. We haven't even saved it. This is all going to go... Okay. <laughs> we're we flying can, by... We can start again. We're flying by the super. I quite like it. I like the idea. I like the initiative, Michael. I like the initiative. My, my audio used, spikes are okay. initiative, I used to bitch about you. That's okay. Uh, while you were gone. It's just going to make you look weird. So, I think that's... going to make me look weird. I'm I having think, a private conversation. I think the audience is probably going to agree that you were seeming quite petty. So, I'm happy to leave it there. I don't seem petty. Okay. Well, let's see. Um, all right. Do you want to do the intro then? Not really. Welcome to Deep Ford, everybody. This is a podcast where we take topics. We talk about leave them. The, uh, well, I can't. We're at least set up here. So, you, you didn't give yourself a chance to You're readjust. You're not going to be worried about the hum? The hum. You were worried last time. That well, no, that was because my old laptop had an audible fan. Well, I don't mind having the laptop up here. Well, it means that we can. Okay, can't. Okay. What? Just if we're going to do that, and I apologise, we'll just probably we'll move it. I like having the laptop here. I wish I had my laptop. And we could we could fact check each other in real time. No, I'm worried that the audio's gone all weird. Because of that. Yeah, I just don't want it to have spiked for everyone's ears. That's all. Didn't spike. Okay. That's a hunch I have. <laughs> I can't see or validate that opinion, but I've got a gut feeling which says we're all good. We're probably fine. We're probably fine. Um, oh, what? No, that's okay. Um, I'm just again because I am flying completely blind. I'm going to move that closer. Why is it always closer to me? Well, it seems that, but then I'm louder somehow. Because you're more obnoxious. I am more obnoxious. Oh my god! I just butchered that. That's all right. You're more obnoxious. You still got it wrong, though. You're more obnoxious. Nailed it. Hibiscus. Um, okay, well, let's... 
Oh, it could be a bad audio week, but that's okay. We're going to do it. Um, this is a podcast. We talk about topics and try and make jokes about them and also feel like we're making a difference to the world. Oh, nice. I like so, that uh, one. Uh, I'm trying to vary it up a little bit. What tea are you drinking today? I'm drinking chai tea because Eleanor apparently only just discovered that UHT milk sits on the shelf for as long as you like, but has to be thrown out within the same sort of week-long window. What and she has not been doing that. Jeez. That so, explains my diarrhea problems. Yeah, you've been having, like, the runs. For, I, don't what even, is it? I don't even drink milk. You don't even drink milk. It's just the smell of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm having a black tea this week. Um, and tonight we, you know, we've had a nice night. We've had a long kind of run-up to the podcast. Tonight. Yeah, you've actually started to get really quite testy and over it. So let's let's get this one I out of here. And a little bit. In uh, rapid I, fire, I made you a lovely dinner. You did, and it was delicious. And I, and I said delicious. thank you for that. I made Eleanor wash up the dishes as a thank you for you, so you didn't you have to do that. Tried to fix my internet. Tried issues. to fix your internet. You got a lot done. You got a lot done. I, I also got nothing done. I drew a picture. We tried of a, to get a lot done. I drew a picture of a horse for you. Really? Oh, that's ruined the surprise. I don't want it. What? What is it? A pun? Is it some sort of word? No, it's play? not a pun. It's not even. It's not. No, it's not even horse. funny. I don't really like horses. It's not even a horse that's saying anything. It's really? not wearing anything. It's not in a particularly novel situation. It's just pointless horse. Just one horse for you. Mm. And I'm wearing sunglasses because because you're a wanker. <laughs> <laughs> we're inside. Probably it is true. ten o'clock, and yep, wearing sunglasses. So. Also, notably, wasn't wearing sunglasses all the previous hours that we were inside. Went and got the sunglasses to come and do the podcast, despite the fact it being a completely oral podcast. Yeah, because I like. The I'm not way even. Gonna... Make... I think it changes the way I feel. I'm going to deliberately not take a photo of you. you... No one's going to get to see this. This is going to be for no one's benefit. Fuck off! It is. What are you going to do? Message it to me with no internet. No, this is going to be the photo this week. It's not true at all. Right? No, of course it is, because you're, you're not going to be able to resist this. Okay. What's about to happen. Okay. I'm going to take a photo. I'm going to put the sound on so everyone can hear. Right? <sighs> this is our first... We've got to get the microphone in there. Oh, that's not my best side. You don't have very good sides. There you go. No. Still Good not going to get done. I'm going to take a selfie of myself at home. Fuck you. Or I'm going to just put something else there. I'm sending this to you now. <sighs> this, I have to take selfies from this side, right? My worst angle is from like my right side. Why do you have to take opinion? selfies from that side? Because I'm right-handed. Why don't you just use your left hand? It's too hard. You can use the button. You can use the volume up button. And that'll take a photo. No. Yes. That's, a t- that's the take photo button. Well, that's a bit fucked up. Why, Why is that? That's that's helpful. It's, it's like a camera. I, it's fucked up that I didn't know that. Yeah. Wait, are you saying? Yes. But now you're on my other side. I can't. Wait, no, just don't bump the better. table. That's all. Oh, that works. Well, I wasn't lying. See my left, my left thumb. Actually, I, now that I can see both sides of your face, I agree. The other my... side is a lot worse. <laughs> that was more kind of. Front on. Also, no, really, oh, I got a message. Oh, it's just you. Stop clinking your teeth on that fucking. Can you stop? Can you turn off your texty mute? I'm doing background research. Ah, okay. There you go. I sent both of those photos. You can pick the second one. Or I can pick none of them. You'll use one. <sighs> okay. Well. Alright, phones away. Phones away, phones everyone. Away. Heads down, thumbs up. We'll it's time to focus. 
This week. I, oh, came, up, I came up with the question this week. You did come up with a question? What was it, Michael? Don't know. What was it? What was the last meal you want to eat before you die? <laughs> I genuinely do want to do that. <laughs> okay, well, let's, let, okay, you've been wanting to do that for a few weeks. Let's burn through this quickly and we never have to do it again. Last meal you want to have before you die. It's really hard to do after you've just no, eaten. No, come on, hurry up. Quick, quick, snap, snap. Why does it have to be quick? Because okay. you wanted to do it in 40 I minutes. I would probably choose like pasta and pizza. You can't even be specific. You've been you've been had this question for like Both. four and a half months, and you can't even choose one specific type of food. Do you think you can do that? Of course, you can choose both. Oh, choose both? No. No, I want pasta, but instead of garlic bread, because you could you'd be able to go. I want pasta and some garlic bread. Instead of garlic bread, I just want a slice of pizza. <laughs> I think you can push it as far as bruschetta, but anything with cheese on top, then you're starting to get away from. <laughs> from the sort of idea of it being a side. Oh, you're right. It's a bullshit question. <laughs> what would, would you choose? Um, I just want a slice of pizza. But if we die at the same time, we can totally have a bite of each other's meals. You would not, and we couldn't, and you wouldn't want pizza. I know you. Why do you think I wouldn't have pizza you, for my last you, meal? You're not a pizza guy. I've had pizza twice. You'll have like a chicken salad or something. <laughs> chicken salad? Have you ever seen me eat salad in fact yeah. you actively know that i can't eat vegetables and you Do go I? for yes i don't know that fructose i don't listen to you as much as you think you know how earlier you fed me apple pie and i said this is gonna give me the runs that was the fructose thing <laughs> yeah. remember that conversation Still that's how we started talking about diarrhea earlier smooth sailing smooth sailing since i can feel it building up in my intestines yeah yeah that's why we had to start the podcast earlier. yeah that's so why so you can you can make your deposits. Oh God, it's home. been almost ten minutes now. Um, let's get into this. The question that we ended up with was what was about death. Is it? Would you want to be able to revive people from death? Is it? Is there? Uh, is there a purpose or something important in the fact that people die? Yeah, you shouldn't revive anyone from death really but but we do revive to... people from death we yeah. do there is like a cutoff period you know where people um resuscitate people resuscitate <laughs> you know at what at what point is that no longer morally yeah reasonable i think that's a bit weird i think maybe in the future it will be weird as well to keep old people alive i know it sounds rough but it's a little bit strange that we just yeah, you know, keep old people alive for so long. Well, and the other thing is, our medical technology A is going to help keep old people alive longer, but B get better and better at in a crisis keeping someone alive until medical help can get there. I mean, if you think about now when you can go into just about any shopping center and there's like a defibrillator thing just hanging on a wall somewhere, yeah. and if someone has a heart attack, you can literally anyone without medical training can plug that onto someone. It'll assess whether that heart is acting, you know, misbehaving, and you press one button, and it can keep someone's heart beating. It's weird that you said that because I saw, I noticed that twice this week. Yeah. In the shopping mall. And it's crazy, like that stuff. I did a first aid course once, and they they take that one of those out and show you how it works. But like, it's got a computer in there basically that you put the pads in the right place, and it speaks it to you like audibly. And it says put that there and there, and then when it's ready, it says you know clear, everyone hands off, and it like jolts people but 20 years ago that didn't exist so people that had heart attacks in shopping centers 
just died. You know, ambulances didn't come. And now we've got to the point where someone that falls over in, an, in a shopping centre, we can keep alive long enough to have a sit, like a decent shot at life. It's hard to say now because we're not in that position. It's probably probably more objective now, well, actually. Probably more objective and more subjective, our opinions of that now. Because uh, if we get to 80, we're essentially, if we say, if I say like I just did, that it seems a little pointless keeping old people alive as much as they yeah. are because if they're just kind of running on autopilot, if that... It seems kind of weird to keep them alive. Are they having? Are they enjoying it? Is anyone enjoying this really? But I don't know if you. I guess you have to get to that point to kind of realize. But some. People I think the difference. To, sorry. Some people do get to that point, and they, and they want to opt out. But some people, I don't know how ingrained. I mean, because our our instinct to survive. I'm sure is quite strong, but you don't really have to employ it that much anymore. No. So I don't really know. You don't I mean, really get a sense for it anymore. The There's a difference between sort of suggesting that there should be a uh, reliably enforced or, or um, equally enforced cap and that somehow if someone hits 100, that should be like the end there should just be an upper limit um i think it is certainly true that if someone doesn't want to be around as a society we shouldn't stand in the way of that i think if we're talking euthanasia i assume you think the same 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 thing but that people should have the right to um in a i think people should have the right to suicide well everyone has the right to suicide they do they don't why is that Oh, you mean legally? Okay, you you mean like walking into the doctor and say I want to kill myself? Well, and yeah, the doctor I think so. I mean, the doctor's obviously going to say then you're you un- have a mental unhealthy. So what do you what do you think? What are you trying to describe by the right to suicide? Uh, like an intrinsic right. I mean, we do have a right to kill ourselves because we can, and the only consequences that there are no legal consequences. Really. Well, you're dead. Yeah, but you it's illegal to kill yourself. You sure? Yeah, it's illegal to kill yourself. How? Why? Kind of. How do you it. know that? Why would they? How can you even? How can you even legislate that? Why would you? I know it's one of those things. I'm sure it's right. Well, I'll Google it and I'll post a link on the Facebook. Yeah, page Yeah, please do. It. Yeah. But yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it's. Uh, it's illegal. So do you think that someone would? Could you prosecute someone that attempted suicide? No. Well, well I don't know. <laughs> because that, that's that's no what you're idea. implying, like, because well, you can you can prosecute someone for attempted murder, yeah. right? And if that's a crime and suicide's a crime, then is attempted suicide? Can you prosecute someone for that? Well, I guess that makes sense, doesn't it? I don't know. All right. Well, maybe I'll just look into that yeah. later when you don't have an internet. The, but um, you do have a right to end your life. I think at a moral level, I think we both agree level. that your life is your life, and yeah. that's not to say that that action or that choice can't be a selfish choice yeah, or that it no. doesn't have repercussions. No, that's, But I that's... think we agree that humans being independent, free-willed people can, should have the right to do whatever they want to themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in that sense, if you're talking about, um, you know, this age, um, this idea that why do we keep old people around? Well, I think 
I think if you're saying, why do we prevent people who want to die, who are ill or who are just sort of done or living um, lives that they don't, they don't want to be in anymore? Why do we keep them from doing it? Yeah, even, uh, even beyond that. What do you mean? Even people, <laughs> even people that you know, you can be a ninety-five-year-old woman, and your the the most amount of joy you get out of life is you know knitting. Or, I don't know what ninety-five-year-old women do, knitting or something like that. And if that's enough for you to live for, but even that, I would be like, just what what are you really doing? Like this. Sh- like, will there be at some point a cutoff point if there are too many people populating the planet? Do you really think that that's the point that any society is going to come to? Might do. You think that there'd be a point where someone would actively ask someone who's alive and happy at age 95 and happy living their quiet life knitting, well, come along, you know, shuffle off someone else's time. Yeah, like a cap. Do you think there should be a cap? Not now. So probably not then either, will you? When it's actually, I see a lot of people coming in, especially where I work. A lot of people coming in, and they're just just not functioning at all. On, I mean, they're just going through the motions, like. But that that's from your external perspective. That's your objective reality of the world and you look at that and think oh with sympathy look at this person's life now i think i'm just i'm of the opinion now it's probably only because i'm young that if i can't if i'm not in control of myself i will don't want anything want to rely on anyone that'll be it for me like the idea of taking myself i don't know it's going to sound darker than i actually i actually think it is the idea of taking myself out before that is like you know what, what Hunter S. Thompson did, right. you know, before you get to that point where you start to deteriorate rapid rapidly. Well, he was still no. sixty. Is Hunter S. Thompson dead? Yes. Really? Shot himself. When? Two thousand and one. Like I like, just read because I just read. Um, it must have been around that time because. I read something that Hunter S. Thompson wrote about I I read the, the two thousand and one thing. thing. I read the same thing. And so I hadn't had this... Yeah, he shot himself in 2001, 2002. Wow. It's been a while. Yeah, I mean, I was I wouldn't have had any clue who he was in 2001. Yeah, neither would I. Um, well, I hadn't consciously realised that. Um, and so what What did he say? He Did he leave a note or something and say that it was... I, I can't remember it clearly. I think he did leave a note, but he. I think he'd also said before that that he was... Um, he didn't want to uh, deteriorate, be reliant on anyone in that way, and you know, could feel himself deteriorating, and he was like, "It's enough, I'm gone." Wow, I'm out. So but it was like a like one of the, the every time I've read about it or I've seen a few documentaries on it, on his death and stuff and his life, it's always been <laughs> feels like a very positive suicide, if that makes sense. Like he, like there's always, because he like, did it on his own. Terms like everyone was just like, oh yeah, that's well, that's fine. Like Hunter wanted to go, it's, it's fine. Yeah, no, I mean, glasses are so stupid. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I suppose at a, 
if you follow the idea of the euthanasia argument. So euthanasia being someone should have the right to um, die peacefully of their own volition, presumably in a regulated system where there are other people, you know, confirming that that's what they want and in a situation where they're terminally ill or something like that anyway. Mm-hmm. If you accept that, then, you know, and it's and it's unfortunate to describe it in this way because that's that empowers the people that argue against euthanasia, but it is in some ways a slippery slope to then say, okay, so if we're agreeing that someone who feels that sort of physical pain deserves the right to end their lives, at what point does that line stop and why why ration you know what's the rationale between stopping someone you know if we're going to allow it at that level because they've got cancer why can't we start it at this level where you've got a a perennial like a a pain disease or something like that or okay so if you've got a physical pain thing what about if it's a psychosomatic pain where you're not suffering from a physical disease but you've got a mental component which is giving you you know pain and then, okay, if we're doing that, well, then why shouldn't someone who is feeling depressed or, you know, has that thing? And, and at what point do you concede that they need treatment rather than the right to make their own decision? We talked about this a little bit with the Robin Williams thing and about whether the... Um, that, yeah, Parkinson's. Parkinson's yeah. uh, softened the blow of his suicide. Hmm. And I guess that's kind of tied into, I guess that's kind of tied into that a little bit. Um, but you're right. If you do start giving into that, then there is no real, the only thing you have to, the only bar you could kind of set for that would be an age thing. You know, if you're over 50 hmm. or something like that, then you can, but if you're you think? If you're well, I mean, why is a fifty-year-old's physical pain or emotional no, pain? No, I'm just saying. I'm yeah. not. I'm, I'm using that as an example. Okay. But I'm saying you're right to say that that you know if you if you allow euthanasia in certain circumstances, pe- people who are medically ill or I don't. Know, yeah, I, mean, I actually haven't thought about that hmm. before. That's a weird one. I guess that's why. It, I mean, where where is euthanasia legal at the moment? I want to say something like Scandinavia, somewhere in like Finland well, or something like that. That's probably another thing to look into, like where how how do they? Where does Nietzsche do his legalize stuff? that? Uh, here. Does he do it here? He was doing it, but here. he like he was, he might have been doing it here, like off the books, of, like yeah, well, like illegally not... here. But I think he's been actually doing it legally in places. Hasn't Has he? he? Oh, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, the going back to that original sort of thing of like, should we should we morally, you know, revive people from from death? Like, if so, if you if you had this theoretical ability to revive someone a day after they died, you know, is that is that a choice that we should... Like, is that a, a, a direction that we as a science and a society should pursue? Is that something that we deserve to um, well, Jesus claim back from nature? Did you, <laughs> did you say Jesus did? Yeah. Well, he had three whole days, man. And he did it to others, didn't he? Did he? Yeah. Revived dead, dead people. Guy? 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did it on other people as well. He did things with lepers. Yeah. Yeah, he, there were a lot of eagle, legal issues that never got <laughs> spoken about with Jesus' actions. Yeah, you never saw him in front of a court. Yeah, they didn't have courts back then. Really? They had, they had barns. They had barns. Yeah, if and I'm just not mistaken. A pig in a wig. <laughs> <laughs> All rise. <laughs> Jesus has to rise. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a good joke. You can make a you can make a three day joke there. Um, I would like to, you know, the the first thought with this question that I had was like just reviving famous people. For some reason, in my head, it was Abraham Lincoln. Okay, and I'm not really that interested in Abraham Lincoln. It'd probably be like Will Smith or like Michael Jackson or something. Will Smith is alive. Okay. Do you not? Will Smith did not die in 2001. Mm. You, you often get Will Smith and Hunter S. Thompson confused. I've noticed that, actually. He might just be dead to me. Like, when's the last good movie you made? I mean, Hunter S. Thompson was great in Men in Black 3, but yeah, otherwise. Um, the, I'm a bit tired. You seem a bit flat. Mm-hmm. Do you want to put your sunglasses back on? No. Um, the... The uh, that idea of resuscitating stuff. Um, so if someone falls over in a su- supermarket now or in something, we can save them. And I was hit. I can't remember who told me where the story came from, but um, the idea now that doctors have, you know, doctors can do first aid, and if you if someone falls over and you know, smacks their head or stops breathing or, uh, or let's say someone like cuts a finger off or whatever. Mm-hmm. It obviously makes sense that a doctor will come in and try and help with that. And if you have a doctor um, on the scene of someone having a serious like fatal um, accident, like did you see the, the news story about some doctor on a plane who kept someone alive with the like jerry rigged like a coat hanger and like a bottle of like high proof vodka to sterilize things and like a first like the limited first aid kit supplies that they had nice. and kept someone alive for like 2 hours of um, resuscitation till the plane could land and i think they survived no yeah i'll yeah. try and find i'll put that story up on the facebook feed nice job but doc but that's like crazy that's 2 hours of solid work right hmm. where this guy... We got a refund on his ticket. <laughs> this guy had... You know, even 10 years ago, that guy would just have been dead. But now this doctor has an obligation and is expected by the people around him mm. to try, you know. And medical technology has gotten good enough to the point where it is feasible that that person could be saved. And that guy has to sit there and pump that guy's chest for like two hours... And probably, by all objective metrics, you know, let, let's say like a kid was, let's say a kid had a, a cardiac attack or something like that in a hospital, or in, a, in an airplane, sorry, and his parents are there, and you're that doctor, you do not want to be the guy who stops resuscitating that kid, right? Like, there, there'd be an expectation on you by the parents standing there watching that you would like keep going mm-hmm. because we're now at a stage where the medical technology is so advanced 
that people don't want to give up hope anymore. What's your point? That as we get better and better at technology, because it is increasingly feasible to pull people back from the brink of death more and more, people are going to be less and less willing to let people go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have nothing to contribute to that. That's just like, like a point. It was a hypothesis. Not really. Sure it was. Okay, well, I thought it was interesting, but that's all right. No, it's fine. We'll just, this is just speak assumed. to myself. It's assumed. It's assumed that what I'm saying is interesting. No, I, what you just said should just be assumed. Well, I don't think that had been assumed until it was verbalized, Michael. I don't know, maybe I'm just tired and cranky. You're looking testy. I don't... You shouldn't have got this podcast started early if you weren't ready to commit. Who would you want to bring back from the dead? (laughs) (laughs) Megan Fox. (laughs) Megan Fox again. Or Shia LaBeouf. Both of these people are still alive. Um, Probably. I think Shia LaBeouf can actually contribute more to society than Megan Fox. Hmm. I'd probably choose... Jesus. Would you bring back Hitler if you could? Yeah, no. Why is that? Because of sadness. Wouldn't Wouldn't it be good to put him on trial? Not wouldn't that be satisfying? Death is nature's trial. Yeah, but he did it. <laughs> Which that's that doesn't make sense. <laughs> it sounded smart. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe Abraham Lincoln. Okay. <laughs> now you've actually you've been known to do a great Abraham Lincoln impression. Yeah, don't make me do it. Look, I don't want to make you do it, but I think you've got to try and win over the audience after that embarrassing first ten minutes. So you know, this might be just the thing to put them over the edge and get the them back on side. Abraham Lincoln, I don't know. Just picture the beard, and then picture, um, picture the Spielberg I movie. I will try to do this. I know. Picture the Spielberg. Um, no, I can't do it. Wow. That's really depressing. We, our podcast is full of letdowns. It's just like hype and then letdown. Whose fault was that? Your your fault for creating the hype. My fault for letting everyone down. <laughs> <laughs> it's a partnership. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, we're at like 31 minutes, so we've still got to make like six or seven more minutes of conversation. We don't have to. Yes, we do. We don't. No, we've got a duty to We're people. not going to get... Any angry emails saying, hey, I feel you skimped out on us this week. <laughs> you don't know. We've never skimped out on someone before. This might be the week. Well, then luckily we'll get an email finally. <laughs> <laughs> Deport at gmail.com. This is why we should say just the most offensive things ever. No, hope, I argued against that point. Hope to get someone to just, let's just get a response from someone. <laughs> that's, that's definitely not the way to approach this. Is anybody this. out there? Yes. Yes. No, I understand that. Um, what was the most interesting thing that happened to you this week? What was the most interesting thing that happened to me this or week? an interesting thing. An interesting thing. This is not a very interesting thing objectively, but it was interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I made a post on Reddit that got like 1,200 upvotes. Really? That was a lot of people. You're killing it. You just keep I'm going, killing it with the imaginary the your, uh... with the imaginary internet points. I'm getting tons, <laughs> tons of meaningless, soul destroying. What was the thing that you did? It was calculating how many iPhone sixes would fit in the moon. 
How many Robert Williams would fit in the moon? That's that's not the, that's not the calculation. I don't know, he did that thing. Yeah. Um, what was the most interesting thing that happened to you this week, Michael? I don't mind this as a segment. This is an okay segment. We could do this if this takes off. <laughs> what do you mean, take off? If we get some solid <laughs> customer feedback. Yeah. If we get a good four-star iTunes review. Hey, any like, feedback is good feedback. That's true. We um, get a solid four-star review on iTunes. Oh, I really like that feedback they did at the end. Oh, what was the most interesting part of your week? What was the most interesting part of my week? Uh, you know what? Yeah. Making that fucking curry. The one we had tonight? Yep. <laughs> that was the most interesting part of your entire week. Oh. You flew to Brisbane and played like in a oh, gig. Oh yeah, I flew to Brisbane. That Why am I answering your question? I don't know, you know me better than I've I always been myself. A, I've always been a cheerleader for you, Michael. You do. You, you are know. more interesting than you ever give yourself credit for. Yeah. Yeah, mm. um, yeah. I went to Brisbane and played a show with Jesse Davison. I might give a shout out to because I think he's in London at the moment. Whose name was that? Sorry, Jesse Davidson. Jesse Davidson in London. He's in London at the moment. I know he listens to the to the show to the PC. So show he's for recording an album, so uh, I'll go out to him and the troops up. as as yeah. always. Um, keep soldiering on, as we say to the soldiers. Keep soldiering on. <laughs> <laughs> As we say to the soldiers. As we, you know our catchphrase. We say it every week. <laughs> Keep soldiering on. <laughs> troops. <laughs> well, now that we are actually sending troops to Iraq, we really should actually support them. Because that is a long and pointless war that we've just embarked upon. Well, I don't think it's pointless. Really? Like, I actually agree with this. Why? It needs to be stopped. Like, Why? you can't just let it go. Why is that our duty? ISIS. Why? Yeah. Why is it our duty? It's not our duty. Okay. So we're doing that because we're a better country than other countries and we're standing in to be like, don't worry, guys. We'll take this over for you. We've got this. If it's looking like... I mean, I would would trust Obama's leadership for the most part. Yeah. I mean, Obama's sheen has worn off a little bit on the back of... I know his... his um, like, his, his government has been the popularity least... Popularity is really Yeah, but right also, now. like, his government has been the least receptive. I mean, disregarding the whole fact that the Republican thing is obstructing every sort of um, legislation they put through. But his government has been the least receptive to, like, freedom of information requests, the most um, secretive, and the one that's still continued all the NSA spying stuff despite so going into office... Yeah. Um, you know, saying that there should be, you know, espousing all these particular viewpoints and then not actually fulfilling through. Yeah. What do you think that is? I guess, unfortunately, the it reality just seems is so genuine. It was very good marketing. It seems like one of us. I mean, the the realities of the job probably like the actual specifics of the the dilemmas that you get stuck in are probably impossible and ones that you can't really express to people. But at the same time the people who have the power and the funding and the marketing to get themselves elected probably don't always have the interests of the average person in mind. Yeah. Um, back to the other thing. I don't think it's our duty, but if you, if you are the United States and you have friends like Australia and the UK and who else is sending to France? France, yeah. Uh, if you have... That kind of uh, 
defense and the, those kind of uh, militaries at your disposal I guess maybe you do have a duty to stop it I mean who else who else who else could stop but why why is it ISIS? why does it not the countries who are they can't do it can they can Iraq and Syria protect themselves I don't think I think that the idea that it's a moral duty is again the marketing used to sell it to the public when well, realistically then, then, it's then, probably more like if we lose control of that country then all of our oil dries up do you think it's that i think that there is more likely to be an underlying economic interest than any sort of grandstanding humanistic moral duty shit and the, the problem that i have with it um is not notwithstanding the fact of i mean a, we're still in Afghanistan after how many years, um, with no end in sight, really. Um, and B, how, looking at how much trouble America has getting out of, has had getting out of Iraq, and has still not done it, and is about to go back in again. But um, well, they're not sending a huge amount. Of but it doesn't matter. I mean, it's still it's still people. It's still people's lives. But the I, the other problem that I find the most hypocritical is that this Liberal government has um, has campaigned on the idea of um, budgetary mismanagement and a crippling debt crisis. And they're slashing all the welfare and they're slashing all the doctors' funding and increasing all this shit um, on the basis of the fact that there's no money and then it's just launched a war. I think that's... That's the most defensive Australia aspect of it. Australia hasn't launched a war. They're helping their ally, and isn't isn't. Uh, but it, it, this isn't is what, helping your ally more an, an investment for the future anyway. But that's what we did in, in like two thousand and three, and we were in that for seven years or more. You know. I mean, do we need America? But that was on the that was under a false pretense as well. The idea of weapons of mass destruction that weren't there. Yeah, I watched this fantastic documentary. That uh, it's interviews with uh, Donald Rumsfeld. Yeah. Called the Unknown Known. I watched it the other night and it is fascinating, and it's really given me a whole new perspective on the war. Not so much Bush because Rumsfeld does not speak very highly of Bush, but um, on the war in Iraq and, um, and he definitely he he makes he doesn't hide the fact that well it, oil was a huge part of it. Yeah. Does he seem like the guy who was? Basically, pulling the strings behind all of it. Um, no, but um, but they he said there were definitely arguments, especially with um, what was his name? Uh, Cheney. Not Cheney. Uh, <laughs> kind of loser ass. Um, you're getting there. <laughs> you're trying to say it's an African American person. <laughs> yeah. An African American. Oh, the um, the general. Yeah. It's not Petraeus, that's someone else. No. Yeah, no, okay, anyway. Colin? Colin Farrell. No. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even mean to make a joke no, there, did you? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Colin Farrell. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah well, what, 39? Great. Yeah, that's an alright That's an all right place. Cool, that, was a, that was worth it. I haven't I, done I, Impression I of the Week in a while. That's because you never... You, we gave you the opportunity to be Abraham Lincoln, and you didn't want to do it. I don't think the fans really responded to my impressions. Four score. And that's someone else. You, you do impression of the week. I don't do impressions. Everyone knows that. 
Oh, that's a good reason not to do something. Oh, that's a good reason not to do something. Nice. Michael Zubrecki. Ending on a high. Well, you can uh, go to our website, deepthought.podbean.com. You can send us an email at deepthought at gmail.com or even just send us a message on Facebook. That's at facebook.com slash deepthought and twitter.com slash deepthought and go to iTunes. That would be lovely. If you want to leave us a five stars or a review, that would be super swell. <laughs> five guys. stars or nothing. Or just don't bother. Yeah, <laughs> that would be swell. So um, thank you. All. Wait, have you, you reviewed us? I have pressed it several times, but I think you can only press it once. I haven't done it. Well, that's that's frustrating. You've been you've been here for all the times that I've suggested people do that. I don't, where do you do it? iTunes. Go to iTunes. If you if you subscribe to us in iTunes, in my iTunes. Okay, if you subscribe to us in iTunes, iTunes in your podcast feed. Do I? If you do that, I don't well, know how, how you, you get the how podcast. How do you do that? Do you get? Do you listen to it in iTunes? My phone does it automatically somehow, okay. but I think you set it up. <laughs> Uh, you probably just click the feed and it opened in podcast but if you go to that in the app or in the iTunes and then go view in iTunes store it will take you to the page and you can just leave a review of any number of stars I don't mind what kind of number you leave unless it's less than three it's that easy it's that easy it really is easy seriously it would be lovely but anyhow that's a Look at that, 4123. That's the perfect place. Well, have a good week, you folks. Have a good week. Let us know what you do this week. Send us an email. (laughs) And keep on soldiering on. All right, see ya.